All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode number 33 of the Kill Your Internet podcast with you today. As always, is your boy, Colin. We had a, uh, a band episode on Monday, and then we rarely do this. We just have full episodes where it's one person, but we have the return of the chief of everything. We got motherfucking Bruce Warren in the building. How are we doing today, Bruce? <laughs> oh, man. I am. My day is uh, this has like been one of the worst fucking days I've ever had. Go but, off. You know, Go off. But, but you know what? It's all good. It is, man. Because it's 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 you know, I always say this. It's rock and roll. It right? is, man. It's what this it's is rock all and about. roll. And there are so many fucking problems in the world. I am blessed. I got good friends. I got family. I'm healthy. You know, man, I really thought you were about to go off in the other direction there, Bruce. I really thought this is about to be like, you know what? Let me fucking tell you what kind of day I'm having. <laughs> no, let me tell you something. Right. Let me tell you something. There we go. I am the master sometimes of just turning it off and turning it around. Attaboy. Because you got to do that, right? You I'm got, proud of you, you got, As the hold steady say, you got to stay positive. Goddamn right. That's how I live every day. It's the only <laughs> way we can live every day. Exactly. Uh, dude, exactly. so you are our first. So we've had one other returning guest. Wendy Rollins came back through. All right. She was our first guest. But we talked to her before the pandemic started. So you're our first returning mid-pandemic guest. So... I want to say, have things got any better, any worse? Have we changed it all throughout quarantine? Um, we've settled in. We've we've settled in. Yeah. Um, you know, um, uh, yeah, I, I'll leave it at that. I mean, we've settled in. Um, and and nothing, nothing's good, nothing's normal, but we've gotten used to it. Are we fucking, like, adjusted, I guess? We've somewhat adjusted. Um, yeah. The other thing is um, every day is totally different, right? Oh, yeah. So from a work perspective – um, you know, we're just trying new stuff. We're, yeah. you know, we're, we're trying to do things to engage with the listeners and, um, and, you know, uh, we're having some successes, uh, we're learning from some of our mistakes. Well, I mean, I, um, I got in my car the other day to a Joan Baez concert from Woodstock. So that was pretty cool. Well, it's Woodstock week, um, yeah, uh, here on XPN. Um, you know, so we're playing full sets of music, uh, by the bands who played at Woodstock. We did it last year for the 50th anniversary. The response was incredible. So, you know, we decided to bring it back Beautiful. this year. Um, and, um, you know, we got some, we got some other cool shit that we're going to be talking about here in the next week or two. So, I mean, we didn't even talk about the fact that, that you guys did the virtual XPN fest, which by the way, I said it was, you guys did a fucking fantastic job. Thank you. Thank you. Dude, really did, great job. That, that was another thing. Like we didn't, we had no idea what kind of yeah. reaction we would get to it. And great we got job. a really, we did a, thank you. We, we got a really fantastic reaction. So it's funny. You brought up the Woodstock 50th anniversary. Do you remember last year when there was supposed to be a 50th anniversary concert? And yeah. They just, they just fucked it up so bad. <laughs> that was almost oh, like borderline. That was almost like Colin. That was almost like borderline fire fests. Legit like, yeah, situation. They, well, they got lucky that fire fest actually existed because if not, that would have been the biggest flop of all time. But right. I mean, you had, you had Jay-Z and the black keys just walk and just be like, nah, we're not doing that shit. So yeah, exactly. Uh, dude, yeah. but no, I will say like, the last time we talked, it's funny, we brought up the topic again uh, on Tuesday's episode with Eric and, and Ken. We were talking about kind of the longevity and the the lasting nature of music in today's landscape. And I remember me and you talking about it before, and we were saying, what the fuck is going to be around in 20 years from now? And it's funny how these conversations come back around. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, we'll get into that. But my first question, I think, would be, you know, as someone who's who's running a radio station, are you guys seeing more music coming your way from from people or are you seeing less 
No, we're seeing uh, incredible amount more music than See, ever that, before. That's wild because I, like, I met with my lawyer on, on Monday and uh, he was like, dude, don't even bother trying to fucking reach out to, to major labels to, to talk about anything right now because they all seem to have their feet kind of stuck. Are you seeing more independent artists? Are you seeing more? It's, it's a lot yeah. of independent artists. A lot more independent artists. Yeah. Because yeah. we have nothing to do. I don't think it's that. Um, well, maybe it's that. <laughs> uh, speak for yourself. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I think you know um, the the way the, the way of the way the way that distribution and technology and social media offers opportunities to bands in ways that continue to evolve every yeah. single day. Um, that that's an advantage. I think that's an advantage. Like there are no barriers 100%. to entry. There are, oh yeah, there, there absolutely. Are, like almost no barriers to entry. What's funny the too only, is. No, the only barrier, uh, only the only barrier to entry is if you can't write a fucking song. Yeah, absolutely. That is the goddamn truth. The right? funny thing for us is, like, for I guess for the last like two years, we've been sitting on music and we've been releasing singles and singles and singles. And my manager had always said, you know, just wait, wait for the right opportunity. And then quarantine hit, and I said, fuck opportunity. I was like, there's no rules anymore. There's no fucking guidelines. I'm putting out whatever the fuck I want. And I mean, we dropped part one of the new album. We are done part two, so that'll be out in October. We're we're looking towards, and then part three will be right after the new year. We don't give a fuck. We're, we're having yeah. fun. We're we're, we're yeah. like, this is the most. I guess the word prolific is what I would say in releasing music, not making it, because we're making a lot, but we always make a lot. But we, we, have yeah. the, we have the kind of go-ahead to say, fuck everything, just put it out. Go ahead. So listen, I've never worked at a record and in was shot. Wow. And that, you know, that was a moment, you know, in my life with that record. Uh, and, you know, what happened historically with John Lennon yeah. being killed, that, that that record has always, you know, has always hung on to me. Well, I mean, I've always, you're always connected getting, with that record. So it'll always mean something to you. And I mean, we all have records yeah. where like you have exact moments of time where of you fucking remember yeah. exactly what was going on. And yeah. it's funny too, because so the river, the last Bruce tour I saw was of course, 2016 when he played for four hours, I went to white uh, night one, but it was kind of like okay. the river 40th anniversary tour. Yeah. And, uh, that that show will always stick with me in a way because I heard everything. He played the first two records in full. Like I, he played yeah. he played everything on the first two records in full. And I, yeah. my wife, once again, I'm just gonna point to her right behind me. She's watching. It. <laughs> uh, God God bless her. She bought it was for my birthday. She bought me. Uh, she it put me in a, a a raffle for pit tickets. And so mm -hmm. we walked into our seats and they scanned my wristband and they said, No no no, you're in the front. And mm -hmm. I was maybe. 10 yards from Bruce and that was an experience I will never fucking forget. But yeah. I think um, yeah. that was an album that once again, uh, I guess being that I, it wasn't something that like I was there for necessarily. I mean, I was born in 1991. So all of my Bruce experience, basically all the albums that I really love are through the lens of like, I have the gift of time. I didn't experience them. Right. Um, it was an album that I didn't take that seriously until the remaster came out and I went back and gave it a lot of credence. And it's something mm -hmm. that I've grown to love. Yeah, it's uh, he, he's he's the best. I mean, I, I you know, which which brings us back to uh, something that you mentioned at the very beginning of our conversation today, which is what are people going to be listening to in 20, 30 years? Right. Like so that would be I would leave you with this. Who is the next Bruce Springsteen? Right. Who, who you know, like who who will my kids, who will your kids be listening to in 25, 30 years? going oh man this record it's like it's classic rock like god damn it Bruce, classic rock. if i have my way about it 
It'll be me, but we're going to leave that up to fucking oh, everybody there else. You go. There you go. Real, real talk, though, um, I think as of right now, um, I think it's somebody we brought up earlier, but the war on drugs, to me, we're watching classic rock being created in front of us right now. Like, I think that's yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I agree. And I think also somebody who is teetering on that, because he, he flips between uh, Americana country and, and rock. And I think that Jason Isbell is someone for me who's made some of the best records of the past, like 20 years. I mean, I cried the first time I listened to Southeastern. I was on a plane coming back from Nashville and that to me will always just fucking, that'll be, that's a moment in time where you said the, like I was coming back from one of my first times in Nashville recording. And it was the first time I ever felt like I'm doing the right thing in life. Like I'm really, I can fucking do this. And uh, the last person right before I got on the plane said, listen to Southeastern by Jason Isbell if you haven't heard it yet. And it got to Super 8 in on that record. And I started to really understand what he was talking about. And I, and I actually cried on the plane, which I lo- must have looked insane. But I, I, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, Jason. I'm glad you brought up Jason because I think he's unbelievably great. And he continues to grow as a songwriter yes. and as a performer. Yeah. Um, and I know, uh, you know, I've seen him do some Instagram, uh, some some interviews, um, people asking him what he's been doing during the pandemic. And he basically says, I've been practicing guitar playing like every day for like two or three hours. That's at a time. the thing. And I don't even think about him as a guitar player because I think about him as a lyricist. But if you watch yeah. him the way he first off, he's a collector. He has amazing vintage guitars, but he can play his ass off. And people don't give him enough credit for that. Yeah. His yeah, I totally agree. His band is fucking incredible, too. I saw him at the Fillmore. Uh, we came back from tour, and the night we came back from tour, he was playing the Fillmore. Me and my little brother went. And mm-hmm. I was just, I stood in the same place the entire time. I couldn't move. I, I was just yeah. paralyzed yeah. by how fucking amazing that band is. Yeah, he is amazing. He is amazing. So, All right. Bruce, uh, oh, we're done. But last thing I wanted to bring up. Of the, the most recent Springsteen album, so we're talking 90s on, I don't think Wrecking Ball gets enough credit because I think Wrecking Ball is the most, like, my favorite modern Springsteen. One, because that's another moment in time. I saw Wrecking Ball. He played it live right after Clarence died, and I, that was, I lost my mind. Uh, that's Bruce's best modern album. And that's where I leave you. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's not, there's not much to write home about in the last, like, 20 years, but whatever. I, I love it. Well, uh, okay. So, uh, last period, the, like define the years for the last period of time. So, I like mean, th- 2000 well, I could, on. See, but that brings in the rising because I love the rising. Yeah. I the forgot last about decade. The, I forgot about the rising. So, yeah, yeah. The last decade, I, I, you know, do you I, like I, high I, hopes? No, not in like high hopes. No, either. Not really. Cool. Not really. I also didn't, I also didn't, uh, like hearing Bruce say fuck. I don't know why that bothered me on Frankie's Frankie's club. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, bothered yeah. me. I don't know what it was. I think it was, a, I, I love Tom Morello, but I, it was like a mixture of Tom Morello's guitar yeah. and Bruce saying fuck. And I was like, nah, yeah. I'm, I'm out on this. Um, yeah, nah, I hear you. All I right. We'll, you. we'll leave it there. We'll have Bruce back for part three. Bruce, this was a hey, fucking man, this fantastic this conversation, awesome. man. Uh, this it's is awesome, going to be, a, it's funny. I'm actually going back down the shore. My wife's family's down the shore in Wildwood this okay. weekend. And uh, we came home for two days. I got to go to the studio last night, get a bunch of shit done today, and we're going back down tonight. So uh, this will be out All tomorrow right. morning. Oh, wow. That's hot off the presses, man. Bruce, you think I, I said this already. I don't play games. I've never played a game in my <laughs> life, dude. They kicked me out of grade school because I refused to go to recess because I wouldn't play games. Oh, I love that. I love I'm that. Fu- All I'm right, buddy. Moron. I love you, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. I'll see no you problem, soon, buddy. Man. Anytime.